Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. You know, my message when, when they came to see me was my message to a number of people who've come to talk to me about CFL or stadium in the last few years, which is, first of all, it's not on our capital list. It's not a strategic priority for capital for us. So go away. If you've got a proposal that makes sense, that's private sector led, we would look at it. Okay, so welcome to the big leagues, Halifax. All of a sudden now, uh, a stadium arena debate in that city. Uh, Welcome back. Rob Breckenridge with you. This is really interesting news. So the CFL confirming that they've been in contact with a group interested in establishing a franchise in Halifax. And this has kind of been a dream, I think, of the league and and a lot of people who follow the CFL, is to truly be a coast-to-coast Canadian league. To have a nice round number of teams, like 10, say, for example, and to have franchises from coast to coast. The Atlantic provinces, uh, I think as a whole, certainly have a, a population base, but is Halifax itself big enough to sustain any kind of pro sports? Is the area just too spread out? Is it reasonable to expect people to drive two or three hours to, to a football game? Could it sustain a CFL team? I mean, the CFL is an interesting league because they've got problems in Toronto, yet in a market like Saskatchewan, they're doing great. So there's a lot of other factors, too. Now, amid all of this news about potential CFL expansion, news out of the NHL, uh, that Houston, the owner of the Houston Rockets of the NBA, has approached the NHL about bringing an NHL franchise to Houston. Now, of course, the NHL just uh, unveiled uh, an expansion team this year, the Vegas Golden Knights, and so far so good, it seems, but uh, still very early days. Well, joining us for some thoughts on uh, these very interesting developments, Scott Stinson joins us, national sports columnist for Post Media. Scott, great to have you with us here. Hey, Rob, how are you? I'm good. Uh, let's start with the CFL. We're heading into the uh, the Final Four weekend here, the Western and Eastern Finals. Uh, the mm-hmm. CFL's in the spotlight. It's been an up and down year. What do we make of news that uh, there's some interest in, in Halifax? <clears throat> I, uh, I am skeptical of this news only because the idea of expanding to Halifax seems like it's been around since my childhood what yeah. uh, one of the fixtures at gray cup week every year which i'm sure we'll see in ottawa next week is that there is a group of diehard cfl fans that has like a hospitality suite and the whole bit they're called the atlantic schooners or something like that and so they're yeah. always like pushing this idea and and we know that there is a fan base there but i mean it's just a football stadium is a really inefficient thing to build in terms of the value for money. Uh, you're talking, you know, nine to 10 to 12 dates a year. If you get lucky with playoffs, um, which is not very many. And then there's not a whole lot else you can do there. So I just think it is a, it is very much going to be, a you know, you need to get people to come forward with a bunch of money in hand and, or get a lot of public money thrown at it too. 
to even just consider building a facility. Then you have to figure out where it would be. I mean, Halifax is kind of a weird city in terms of that. There's, as you know, a lot of water there. Population's fairly spread out. It's not that big. I, I just think there's a lot of hurdles to overcome other than the fact that, yes, I mean, 10 teams would be a great Denver for the CFL, and it would solve the silly crossover situation they have in the playoffs now, and, you know, you have five in the East and five in the West, and all that would be good. Yeah. But I just think there's a lot of things they need to sort of have happen for it to even begin to seriously come together. Right, and I mean, some things are going well for the CFL. Uh, you know, uh-huh. I mean, Toronto's perpetually a, a challenge. I think in some of their big markets, right, with Vancouver, Montreal, and Toronto, you got stiff competition from MLS yep, these days. For sure. How strong is the league in your sense? I it's a, it's an excellent question because um, you know they have some strengths. The TV numbers have been decent. Uh, the contract with TSN allows them to essentially have a strong financial footing every year. But those questions about the big markets are serious questions. Uh, Toronto is for sure a problem. You know they are finally sort of ticking upwards with some. Decent attendance numbers expected for the East Final this Sunday at BMO Field, but it has not at all gone the way they expected when they moved from the Rogers Center to the new stadium. Um, I also think that there's a big question as to whether that TSN money is going to last forever. It is a big tentpole in terms of the way this league's finances have worked, and as we have talked about before, sports broadcasting and and broadcast rights and all this stuff is very, I would say, uncertain in terms of the long-term future with people foregoing cable subscriptions and satellite subscriptions and things like that. So if that spigot of money eventually gets turned off or even lowered substantially, then I think there's major questions about the viability of the league and, and sort of how it's doing in a number of different markets. So I suppose you can make an argument that having an extra team would be a benefit in some ways. You know, it expands the overall market of the league, but I'm not sure I'd be willing to declare that, you know, they necessarily have nine super strong franchises and therefore they should be comfortable adding a tent. Right. And a big difference here. I mean, the NHL can lick its lip. It's the prospect of hundreds of millions in expansion fees. That, that's that's not going to happen with, with a Halifax CFL team. That's not going to be a, an abundance of of free money for the league. I wouldn't think. I mean, you, you, you'd have to assume that if a, a new ownership group is going to be expected to build a stadium or at least build half a stadium, uh, the owners are not going to turn around and say, oh, yes, and you also have to give us tens of millions of dollars. I mean, I'm not sure, to be honest, off the top of my head, if Ottawa paid anything in terms of an expansion fee to reenter the league with the Red Blacks, but I don't recall it being a giant windfall for sure. All right. And this news regarding Houston, I know the NHL has, uh, you know, designs on Seattle. Uh, we're waiting to see how, how things work out with the Vegas Golden Knights and, and whether that proves to be a success. So how does Houston all of a sudden fit into the mix here? It seems like the, the main reason is that they have a new owner who does not dislike the NHL, whereas the previous owner, Les Alexander, uh, apparently was rather put off by the National Hockey League because he was used as a pawn in some previous franchise arena shenanigans and then basically said, well, forget that. I'm not, I don't want any part of this. This new owner is at least looking at it and going, well, I have a building here. I have 41 dates a year for the basketball team that I own, and I could use another 41 dates plus playoffs and whatever for a hockey team. It would be a great way to you know, get extra use out of the arena. 
So he's apparently had discussions this week with Gary Bettman. Uh, Bettman hasn't confirmed that these discussions t- took place, although he seems to be hinting that, you know, we're open to discussions should they need to occur kind of thing. But the funny thing about Bettman is, I mean, he just this week was in Toronto for the Hall of Fame ceremonies, was asked point blank about expansion and, you know, basically just said to those of us in the room, it's not something that's on our radar. We have a new team now. We'll see how this goes. And, uh, it's you know, when, when people sort of did the follow-ups, what about Quebec City? What about Seattle? Um, he would just say, you know, we're not looking at any city right now. So to have this Houston thing come up, you know, literally a day or two later was surprising to say the least. Um, but I think it just goes to show you that it would be – it is very early days in terms of whether or not – the NHL would seriously consider going there. Right. Well, and they like round numbers too. And I think they, they'd like sure. to have 32 teams, right? Yeah, I think they would. And again, it would, Houston would presumably be in the West. So that would solve that problem. Cause right now there's 15 in in the West and 16 in the East. Um, the thing that's kind of surprising about Houston as a potential market is just that there have been, you know, I think of it, it compares in a lot of ways to Atlanta, where, as we know, the Thrashers failed miserably and were uprooted for Winnipeg. So Houston's obviously a big city. It's uh, one of the biggest, you know, I think fourth largest market in the U.S. Um, But it's also a big football town in a big football state. And whatever this unnamed hockey team would be would immediately be, you know, very small in terms of the overall sporting landscape. So... I don't think, I mean, the one thing you can say about the Vegas Golden Knights at this early stage in their life is that they have managed to hold a significant degree of attention in a team that doesn't, in a a market that doesn't have any other pro sports competition. So that would certainly not be the case in Houston. And uh, it would be one of the many things that Ange ought to consider if it's thinking seriously about going there. Well, you talk about Houston having been a pawn in the past. I wonder Mm -hmm. with so much drama in Calgary now that things are are cranking up in Ottawa too, whether it kind of maybe becomes that again at some point. Kind of feels like it, doesn't it, Rob? Like, I mean, all of a sudden for them to be like, hey, Houston, like, I mean, literally last week at this time, no one was talking about Houston. And then, as you know, the Calgary situation is burbling uh ottawa wants a downtown arena uh there's another one. Oh, new the new york islanders are trying to sort out their arena issues they want to move elsewhere right. on long island um there's uncertainty of course with arizona as there has been forever uh the calgary or sorry the carolina hurricanes are trying to get sold so there's all kinds of uh potential upheaval with various nhl franchises and having a well-heeled owner in a building that is ready to host NHL hockey is very advantageous to the NHL. So I think, you know, they are certainly, if, if the owner of the, of the Rockets is going to call Gary Bettman and say, hey, do you want to have lunch? He's certainly going to not say, no, 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 sir, we're not interested in expansion. He's <laughs> going to talk to the guy and he's going to say to him, yeah, sure, uh, you know, keep the building, keep the seat warm and we'll see how things shake out because... If any of these other arena issues come to a head, they love to have that extra, you know, option to just kind of basically threaten the existing teams with in terms of uh, a potential relocation possibility. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on both these uh, stories. Uh, Should be interesting. Scott, we'll leave it there. NationalPost.com for more. Thanks for joining us here. 
Thanks, Rob. Take care. Scott Stinson, National Sports Columnist with Post Media. So what about the situation in Calgary? And when we come back uh, from the break here, I mean, is, is improving or renovating the Saddle Dome, is that off the table? Or is that still potentially an option? Or maybe one that should be an option. The Canadian Taxpayers Federation uh, uncovered some, some interesting documents via FOIP uh, that suggest maybe it, it could or should be on the table. So we'll explore that in a few minutes here. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.